There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people, see if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers! Assemble. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marvel Tribe. We're a group of excited and passionate individuals who have come together to share our love of all things Marvel. We are brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and TheDisInsider.com. I'm so honored to be joined by this group of amazing Marvel nerds. From the big screen to the small print, feel the pulse in your chest so you know you're alive. One team, one love. It's the Marvel Tribe. The Marvel, Marvel Tribe. Tribe. Here we are. Here we are, back at the Marvel Tribe. Hope everyone's doing well. Um, Brianna just got back from Disneyland. How are yes. you? Uh, doing good. Good, good, good. David, the weather here sucks. So um, storming, everything yeah. is crazy. It is. It's, we got he- the weather wants to become hell, but it doesn't. <laughs> and now it's hot again. I think, are we still 100 degrees again? And I, I think so. Right, right now, it's still 90 right now. And it's yeah. seven like a seven it's o'clock. Wait so. five minutes is gonna change again. So right. this is this is Oregon. So yep. There you go. Sam, how are you? Good. I'm Good excited game. to be back with the tribe tonight. Absolutely. Ooh. Speaking of speaking of the tribe, real quick, uh we made a decision today that we're gonna do something here a little different until until we have a show that we're following on Disney Plus, like a what if or Miss Hawkeye, or I'm sorry, or Hawkeye or Miss Marvel, something like that. The tribe will be every other week. We'll try to put it in between extra magic hour, and then we will fill it in with the with the uh, Force Friday when we get that back. I just think when, when there's not a lot of Marvel news to talk about every week, you know, kind of just want to rehash the same thing. If there's a movie coming out, we'll talk about that. So, but yeah, we're gonna do that for the next for a little while. I think that movie that show comes out like in two weeks, so it won't be that long before we're back on schedule for doing the you know, show every week. So we have a little break here. So. Everyone enjoyed your break. Brianna, tell us about your thoughts, Avengers Campus. What did you think? Yeah, I really liked Avengers Campus. Um, Like, I think everyone, we've kind of talked about it before. It is really small. I mean, Mm -hmm. but they utilize the small space. I mean, I think at the best of their ability. Um, There is consistent characters everywhere. And even still with the pandemic and not being able to, like, be up super close with everyone, they're still, like, up on, like, it's like a balcony and like, I don't know, you get to see so many characters. The Dormelage show was really cool. <laughs> um, Pim's Test Kitchen was really good. Um, I had the not so little chicken sandwich and the that? it was really good. The chicken was really good. And then I had the um, the candy bar that's oh. enlarged. <laughs> it yes. was that was really good, too. I heard um, that so they, you can't like finish that. Uh, no, um, my friend and I shared it and there yeah. was still a bit left <laughs> and we had to sit in the sun because there were so many people and we ate like at lunchtime. Mm. So it was uh, very melty, but it's, it's California. So there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking forward when we go back in, in October to to take more time to eat some uh, eat some food there because we didn't have any food last time from there because uh, we were yeah. all focused on that lamplight lounge those chicken not not those lobster nachos and the yeah. lobster uh, nachos yeah, yeah. of so course good. my web slingers 
reservation or boarding group was called right as our reservation for Lamplight <laughs> oh, Lounge started. No. So we were able to cancel our Lamplight Lounge reservation, get in their standby line for their like appetizer section. Uh-huh. Like, cause that was all we were going to get was like the potato skins and lobster nachos. Mm-hmm. Then we got in line for web slingers and it was broken down. Oh, geez. So <laughs> we got out of line. We went over and like took pictures mm. in front of like the WandaVision and the Loki mm. and the Falcon and Winter Soldier sections. And then we went yeah. back and ate and then got back in line for Web Slingers. We did get a ride it? twice. It was cool. Like I, I understand why like some people have like negative thoughts. It's not a thrilling ride, but mm-hmm. overall I had fun with it. I didn't mm-hmm. buy any of the upgrades, but I mean, if I... If we ever get annual passes and I go back often enough, I definitely would. Um, I was definitely getting a little competitive and like reading the signs. I learned that you could like pull objects and not just shoot the thing. So I like the second time around, I was able to like pull down like a grate and stuff. And I was, it's fun learning all the little tricks. Yeah. I liked that it. it was fun. It was tiring. I thought it was tiring. <laughs> oh my gosh. My arms were sore after each time. Then I left my phone on the ride. <laughs> Oh, geez. <laughs> so I had to go back and find it because um, all the Black Widow show was happening where she's chasing around Taskmaster. And, Master, oh, and, and I was like wanting to get a photo and I went to reach for my phone and I didn't have it. And I was like, <laughs> it's on Web Slingers. Did you get to see Black Panther part in that show or did you already I did, to go get your phone? I, no, we waited till the end of it. So I did get to see Black Panther. Nice. Yeah. I- did I you like get it. your phone back? I did get my phone. Literally, I walked down there and the guy just like holds up like a little phone symbol and I like nodded and he just handed it to me. Oh, I was like, you're not even going to check to see if it's my, I was like, he knows. Apparently, I'm, 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 they're like, you look like a basic girl that would have a Haunted Mansion phone case and a Loki background. So he probably <laughs> saw the panicked look yeah. on your face yeah. and was like, I know that face. That's the I lost my phone face. Yeah. Yep. It's like, who would come back for what? Right. That's, like, that's a millennial. Down, yeah. Right. Who's that's a millennial the without their phone? <laughs> that's the look that a millennial has without their phone. <laughs> um. Yeah, we have. Some some good stuff to talk about tonight. Davey came up with this really cool, fun game that I think is going to be really cool. We're going to do it at the end, but uh, got some and Marvel I'll, news. Some yeah, some I'll way. explain the premise of the game too later. So yeah, um, so we'll talk some Marvel news. Um, first thing up came out. I think it was um, Thursday or Wednesday or Wednesday late late Wednesday or Thursday morning. Um, Scarlett Johansson is uh, suing the Disney Corporation for yes. for um, basically breach of contract breach of contract Mm -hmm. pertaining to the fact that she signed a contract with them stating that she would get uh, royalties or, or the performance of her movie in the theaters would. She has back in. Yeah. She has back in box office uh, royalties that Mm -hmm. were um, owed to her and her uh, complaint um, in the lawsuit is that um, by Disney, releasing it um on their uh disney uh prime their streaming service and stuff that took away from her earning potentials and stuff mm-hmm. and she actually may have again she may have a case uh um and disney's holding fast to the contract i mean disney pushback normally they would say we don't discuss things mm-hmm. that are in litigation let's see how things work, work out but disney chose violence and they pushed back yeah i will tell you I was so surprised by their by by their their response because that's not them. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's Chapik, you know, the new CEO with the new attitude. Because, in in my opinion, to use a pandemic as a reason to make make you feel bad for someone not 
and like I think Brianna said in, in our group chat uh, that it was disgusting. The Disney's yeah. response was disgusting. Yes, we are a Disney podcast, but usually don't talk bad about Disney. But in this case, I yeah, we I think they were wrong. I, it, yeah. I think they were wrong. I think um in the business I am, and if you have a contract and that contract is signed, that contract is binding and that contract can't be changed. So, so. I do have a question. Do okay. you guys think that the people that watched it on Disney Plus would have gone to the movie theater to see it instead? Some, I, I, yeah. I would say, yeah. I, I think a good, so not only that, some would have, because here's, 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 this is my only point because Disney is kind of, is kind of hanging, they're trying to remove the ethical piece of this and just really kind of focus on the wording of the theatrical release. We upheld our piece of the contract and stuff. Now, that would be fine if Disney and every other movie studio out there in a world didn't tell us, uh, us going, movie going fans and stuff in commercials before movies airs about how, streaming and they say they use the word illegal streaming takes away from you know the production the actors everyone who puts their heart on because you're not coming to the theaters to watch the movies right and also the actors don't get a piece of whatever the stream and stuff is even though their disney is legally streaming this it still meets the same parameters you are taken away from the box office a draw for where fans could potentially go and they gave fans a way out. Not that that it's bad, because then this is the piece where I, I want to be very clear on. I think it should have been double screened the way the way it was, but it would have it should have triggered a renegotiation of the contract. Absolutely, it should have been like uh, we we understand that. What we're doing may take away from box office the back end because we because you know that whole pie is shared with the movie for those who don't know movie theaters get a piece of that pie the actors writers directors the production crew everyone who made who all the 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 advertising everything that goes into that making that movie get a piece of that pie and what Disney did is they have their own pie that they don't have to share exactly and because of that you know this is where Scarlett Johansson is coming from in her in her in her company that that is not fair because you're doing exactly what we spent so much so much effort and energy telling people not to do because of and we gave them the explicit reason why not to do that because it does it hurts our industry as a whole and stuff and so yeah so that's where that's where i'm at i think they should have renegotiated ethically renegotiated that contract and then put that in there so yeah i agree i was just thinking that I know there are a lot of people who still don't want to go to movie theaters. And like, that's why I was saying, yeah, like there's still a lot of people who probably wouldn't have gone to see it in theaters. Mm -hmm. So I agree that there should have been a negotiation where it said, okay, how much of the proceeds from online streaming do, does each person involved in the film get exactly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Renegotiation of the contract. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I will say this. I think to answer your question, Sam, I think Marvel fans are like star Wars fans they're they're gonna want to they're gonna do whatever they have to do to see it yeah. like you know they're, they're they're gonna run they're gonna run to the theater if, if, if it was only in the theater i think you probably would have seen you probably would have seen double the you probably would have seen double the money because of the fact that you could spend 30 bucks and have your family of six watch it or if you go to the movies and you spend 120 dollars for your family of six to watch it so mm-hmm. 
her point is very valid. So yeah, you would. Oh have yeah, more, no, more, her point is yeah. yeah. But I'm just more, saying, I know there are still a lot of people who do not want to go to the movie theater. So I like that they're still offering it both ways. No, right. absolutely. Now I think a lot of movie theaters would understand that we have to be also cautious if we want to get some of those people who are are you know they're very concerned about going to the movie theater. So we we need to open it in more more of our spaces and make sure we space out and block off seats and mm-hmm. make sure people are. I mean, they. I think given the opportunity theaters would have met the demand off of the box office sales if it was exclusively for the box office because they don't want it to fail either they don't want also to scare off people and they also don't want to be the center of a a spreader event so i I think they would have also did and then our theater did too our our, you know our theater you know participated and did everything they're supposed to do but our uh, theaters do not they do not oh okay state by yeah i guess yes you're right state by state so yeah, I was going to say, by the time, well, one, by the time that I'd went to the theaters when I first pre-ordered my Black Widow ticket, they were blocking off seats. By the time that the Black Widow screening actually happened, they were no longer blocking off seats, no longer um, requiring masks. Um, so it all had kind of changed. So like my first viewing, because the seats had already been blocked off, there wasn't anyone around me. But by my, my second mm. viewing, there were um, there people was. right around me because yeah. they weren't blocking off seats by that point. And I don't think anyone had pre-ordered tickets for three days after the like advance or as many did um so it was a little yeah that is definitely an issue i do think that the straight to streaming during this pandemic is a smart move but like everyone else has already said this definitely needed a like i mean as soon as that was brought up into an option of renegotiation just started automatically no questions asked and then when it wasn't and then now she's coming after them and then disney goes well this isn't disregarded the pandemic no like no like that is absolutely no way to bring this up this woman has been in what nine marvel films you would have never done this to a single other Marvel actor. You have not done this to Robert Downey Jr. You would not done this to Chris Evans and you would not done this to Chris Hemsworth. And they sit there and made Scarlett Johansson look like a bad guy. I was so pissed. When I first saw this, I was like, oh my gosh, a big rich corporation fighting a big rich actor. And mm-hmm. then when they came out with that disgusting comment because they wanted to make her look like a bad guy, they would have never done that to any other Marvel actor. Okay. And he came out and did that. And I was, so uh, <laughs> I'm going to go a step further and the guys may not agree with this, but they would not have done that to a male Marvel actor. Correct. They would have never done this to a man. No, I, I, that, that's, I don't disagree. I, I don't disagree like, either. Yeah, I don't disagree. This like, is for me. This is out of their character anyway. I've never seen a, uh, a entertainment company, especially Disney. I mean, I've we've all followed Disney. Um, we know Disney has been sued in the past before, and we all kind of almost expect that canny coded. Like you know, we don't talk about things mm-hmm. that are in litigation and you know, blah blah. You know, that's that you know that really lawyered, um, you know, detailed, you know clamping down of we, we're not going to discuss this and stuff because it's you know being mediated that none of that happened this was a, a shock and the only for me the only factor that kind of really was different in this was the fact that it's a very popular woman who is suing the disney corporation and it's under the new leadership and i'm not chain chapik just trying to prove a point that he's you know the man for the job or whatever it's a right. maybe but this is unpre- i've never seen this before you know yeah. uh, from from a response like this from a from a company they i don't know if they thought they're just being slick with firing back yeah. 
dude, check I, the I pulse think, of the room. This is this ain't it. I, okay, but that's I, that is exactly it, David. Like, but and I'm gonna go against Chapek for a second, and I'm gonna say, Chapek, if you're listening, sorry, but <laughs> uh, he is a businessman. And he does things very analytical. And there are a lot of Disney fans who say he does not have the empathy needed to keep fans happy. He does not experience things the way that we do. He does not see things through our eye, the, like our lens, our, the like fan eyes. And this seems like a very strategic move that he could have made. And it oh, was strategic yeah. in, a, in his business sense and not the typical Disney sense. Yeah. So... And- I- I'm going to say, I'm sorry, go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, like, and then we kind of saw Emma Stone now weighing her legal yep. options. Mm-hmm. They know that floodgates are opening. They mm-hmm. know that they've really messed up mm-hmm. when not going through and doing this. And their best sweat was to, yeah, to make them look like bad guys. Like, no, they're the ones that are being disrespectful. They're the ones that don't have any emotion in this. They're just trying to get money. No, Disney knows how to make contracts and like when you sign a contract you sign a contract and right. disney doesn't get to go get away with that because of a pandemic like this right. is like i don't know this just makes me so mad i was like i don't understand why someone thinks that they just get away with like breaching contracts and then make other people look like bad guys for it That's because bad. they know they're gonna in trouble but they they should have fixed this. This is an easy fix that could have totally been prevented and they decided not to for money. And this is where it's getting them. So yeah, we've got Emma Stone as well now. And didn't Tom Hiddleston say so as well? No, I haven't heard I've heard Emily Blunt possibly. I have heard um, about Emily Blunt, yeah. The yes. Disney Insider put out a story today saying that Dwayne Johnson will not. I I did see that he will not sue them. So but he's I, also not, he, you know, he's a private man. His production company is not going to release the terms of their contract and stuff. I sure. mean, I, I think when Jungle Cruise was in production, unlike Black Widow, there was Black Widow, for those who don't know, was actually shot before this pandemic struck. Mm-hmm. So it didn't, it wouldn't have made sense for them to put in a writer uh, about, you know, streaming. Disney Plus wasn't really a thing right. then, and the pandemic wasn't. But with Jungle Cruise, it absolutely was. And I guarantee you that the Dwayne The Rock Johnson's people made sure that when they knew that Disney was going to stream as well as, you know, put in the theaters. Again, I don't know his, I don't, his contract is not for public purview but i guarantee you the reason why he's not doing anything is because he got exactly what needed to be done for for him so yeah and he just spent a week there promoting the movie so i mean he was there for like the last week promoting the movie Mm -hmm. um yeah it's funny me and lisa were talking last night at dinner and scarlett johansson is just kind of i don't know how to how to word this the right way but my oldest son my my youngest son zach when he was born my my wife lisa's uh, stepmom is a driver for the studios and she was, she was Scarlett Johansson's driver. And when Zach was born, Scarlett Johansson sat in the parking lot of the hospital in Thousand Oaks, California. Wait, so Katie could come up and see Zach. So, and she, she's a good person. She's a really good person. She's always treated my, my, my wife's stepmom really well. And we were think talking last night, is this her or is this her team that did this? I, you know, but again, does it matter either? It's still yep. she's yeah. still not getting what she what 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 she's getting. So, but and like like Brianna said, it's just it's just it's, it's a crappy thing to for a company that big to make to make someone look this bad. And I understand like where everybody has the arguments where they're like, well, she had already made twenty million dollars. It's like, well, okay, one 
we don't need to talk about how much actors make in general. It's just like athletes. Like sometimes it's a bit much, um, but it like, it's not, it's the breach of contract. It's yeah. not clear communication on what the expectations were and how they were going to like resolve it. And it's not about the money. It's about honoring, honoring her as an actress. Right. And no, the quality I'm- of her work. For for me, it comes down to an ethical question. This is why I yeah. think, and I hate to I hate to say it this way because um, ethics don't really play out in when it comes to legal contracts and 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 going through a jury trial. I mean, going through a trial. Um, they really, if Disney wants to, you know, bring the army and stuff and and, and look at. Um, what what this is and stuff they're going they're going to and they're going to say this is this is our this is the contract she signed um they're trying to hide behind the pandemic as to why they pivoted that injured pieces of the contract but and then the other side is going to argue this like you know we all said this is kind of a breach you're take you're you know you're doing exactly what you tell other people not to do and stuff because of the exact reason why because it will harm us people who make these movies and stuff right. and so here you are being the main person and it and which would be fine it, like i said this is the ethical part of it disney knew they they know what the numbers are they know what uh they could possibly get and they looked at it this way because they celebrated the fact that they got 60 million dollars off off of the uh, premiere stream right it was it was a celebratory kind of mm-hmm. pat on our back like and we get to keep a whole of it and stuff yeah. i mean for me i i whether it's scarlet's or her people who pull, who pulled the trigger and stuff i think it, it was needed to be done because uh, a light need to be shined on this mm-hmm. because this is the reality that we're going to be living in mm-hmm. um it, it's going to whether she wins or loses against disney um future contracts will be affected oh, yes no you're not going to go into a contract with disney and, and it has to be because here's the thing Marvel has a huge, I mean, if, if we're looking at dollars to donuts, they have multi-billions upon billions of dollars of future projects waiting to be made. Oh, yeah. And actors who have not yet been cast in productions have not been started. To think that this is not going to impact that um, and you can just you know start going after your, your stars and everyone else and stuff and, and walk away untouched disney is it's a it's a problem mm-hmm. it's not going it's just not going to happen you yeah. may not get that marquee actor who wants to be in a marvel film because they don't want to be in marvel anymore they want to yeah. go someplace where they you know there's some fair play and stuff involved so so yeah it's going to be a big impact she opened the floodgates and i'm happy i'm i'm glad it's it's being discussed yeah. and it's being looked at because it should have been they should have done the right thing in the first place they should have negotiated it in a very fair way it should have triggered automatically a renegotiation, if anything. Of course. Um, just yeah. one other thing. Uh, yeah. She was also listed as an executive producer on the movie. Um, oh, wow. A lot of times when I see that, I usually automatically go when they're audit, like at an executive producer, they threw money at this movie to get it made. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is speculation. I have no idea if she threw money at this movie to get it made. But if she did put money into getting this movie made, one, she had to work so hard to finally get her Black Widow movie. She put money into, again, I don't fully mm-hmm. know, but usually that's what I see when an executive producer lists his name. That if she put had to put something in to get this made and then she's not getting paid properly for it, she 100% has this right. Like she needs to be doing oh, this. I agree. Like, I, I agree. I'm, I'm <laughs> Written for her, so 
So around the room real quick, do you think it do you think it's settled before it goes to court? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will. I think it'll be settled before our next episode. That's how quickly it's been. I, I, agree. Honest, I, I the, 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 this is there's so much bad press on on both of them. I've seen both sides of it. Yeah. I think they will come together and say cuz she's also she's also signed a deal with Disney to executive produce uh I think it's not it's not the Haunted Mansion but it's the Tower of Terror. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So she's already signed that, and that's a contract too. Are they going to break that contract with her as well? So well, and we got rumblings from internal. I mean, Ke- uh, Kevin Feige is not oh, too Kevin happy Feige's with Disney. Too. He's, he's not, not happy yeah. with he's Disney. Happy he's, all, yeah. he's 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 their golden boy, regardless yeah. of what you say about any of the actors and stuff. He is them. He's yeah. So he's mad. I, yeah, they're going to settle this very quickly. And stuff. I agree. I mean, Just, Kevin Feige makes our Marvel hearts dreams come true. Right. So. right. If he's mad, I'm mad. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's move on. We got some more stuff here. Um, All right, let's do it. Next thing, do, we'll just go around real quick. Do we think Shang Chi will come to streaming? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, here's here, here's the thing. So, um, uh, in March, w- uh, when there was we were given the official release date in March, uh, they said it was going to be exclusive uh, to the theaters and stuff. Now with this uh, pandemic, there you know, um, the, with this maybe second round of you know of being cautious, possible lockdowns, depending on what state or what part of the country you're. It's it makes sense for Disney to offer Marvel fans the option to go to both. With that said, I mean it, it's never been about whether they should do it or they shouldn't. It's really about being fair in the process. Right. So yeah, I think they're going to they're going to okay. double they're going to double release it. So Brianna, Sam, what do you guys think? I, I also think that they will. Um, I hope if they do that they have got everything in order and that they are paying their creatives correctly. <laughs> um, but I do think it's the smart move, especially with mm-hmm. everything increasing. I did go see Jungle Cruise last night in theaters and there was a lot more people wearing masks. It just doesn't feel the same as it was when I went to go see Black Widow right. and like Cruella and everything else. And it's you can tell things are changing again. So yeah. um, it's a smart move. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. Uh, I think it's the smart decision to open it. Okay. What about you, Sean? I I think it will. I think it will as well. Um I they also had this thing out there saying that um that uh the jungle cruise was, was gonna be the last one that would be that would be on streaming. So, but I like David, like you made a very good point with everything going backwards like it is right now. I think mm-hmm. you're going to see everything probably maybe even just go back to streaming at one point. We don't know how bad this next thing is going to be. I mean, where we're living right now, highest yeah. numbers, even higher numbers than we even had when we, we broke, yeah. we broke previous records from yeah. the original outbreak um, here in the Valley itself. Yeah. So that, that yeah. says how serious this, this sec, I call it the second round, but yep. it it is, that's what's going on. So, Florida's awful yeah. right now, so yeah. I'm like upset that I even have trying to you know plan my Halloween trips, <laughs> and it looks awful right now. So yeah, nope. I yeah, mean, I have we... no idea what's happening in my state. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about Arizona. I'll find out when I go back to work tomorrow. <laughs> so just so you guys know, so me and the family, we were going to plan on um, doing uh, the because I wanted to check out the spectacular, the Halloween thing in mm-hmm. Disneyland in Anaheim, and uh, we we've talked about it. We you know it's just just the way things are trending. 
and to save me some heartache and grief because I can't deal. I couldn't, I couldn't deal if I have to cancel stuff or have to rearrange that I don't function that way. So we're going to just postpone and maybe we'll catch it in 2022. So after, yeah, so that's, that's where we are. All right. Next thing on here, um, Brianna, why have we not seen a Spider-Man trailer yet? Trailer. Honestly, what is Spider-Man the they know, <laughs> honestly, it's because they know everyone's still going to go see this movie. <laughs> like they're saving um, money, right? Um, yeah. On and like I don't know. I I everyone I'm, I'm a big horror movie fan and when they when they make trailers for horror movies they spoil everything in horror movies. So once I know that I'm going to watch a movie I stop watching trailers. So pretty much any Marvel movie, any Marvel TV show, anything like any Disney unless we're watching it on the podcast I don't watch trailers for it because I know I'm going to go see it. Right. So it has not bugged me one bit that there's not been a Spider-Man trailer because I know I'm going to go see it. So I don't care to have a trailer. They're so cool to break down and talk about though. Yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I will always watch them on the podcast and we break them down. But right. like for my personal enjoyment, no, they spoil too much of the movie. I'd rather just That's see it. Right though. Now, now, now that you actually say it that way, you, you do watch a trailer. You see a lot of the best things from the movie in the trailer, but it's, it's obviously done for a reason. So yes. now it's like some of the big movies. Yeah. Like a Spider-Man, they're not going to show everything. So usually I'm pretty safe watching it and then still very much enjoying the movie. But there are some smaller movies that the whole movie is in the trailer and I'm just oh, like, you no know, done. Like, now, you, David, Sam, any any other? Yeah, no, I I'm so I, I used to I used to kind of think in the long the terms of Brianna and I'm you know I'm going to say it anyway. I don't really need a trailer. And then Marvel came about with the way they cut trailers. Then they hide Easter right. eggs in there, and they get it's it's just it's just this thing that's for the past like six years I've been caught up in, and so. I used to be the biggest criticizer of uh, releasing trailers too early. Like, yeah. dude, you're, you're there's, I have a trailer. It's, you know, 2015 for something that's coming out in 2018. Like, really? Come on, man. Don't, tor- why are you torturing me like this? So I used to come and, and Sony was notorious for releasing trailers almost a year and a half in advance and stuff for mm-hmm. movies. Now I, I, God, I wish there was a trailer. I'm, I'm having like, what, what's <laughs> going on? Like it's, it's, I mean, December is like right around yeah, it's four months away. Like, what? What? Uh, come on, Sony. Oh, even that's three months away. Sorry. Yeah. So now I'm, 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 I'm. I don't know. I'm, I'm a yeah. little anxious. I'm fainting for <laughs> a, something. Like, I, I can't. We can't talk to the audience about what's going on. All this speculation. I'm starting to start thinking this fact, and I know it's not because, you know, we we don't really know that we're going to get multiple Spider-Mans and stuff. We we don't. Right. It's because that's been rumored forever so much, so long. We don't have trailers to say, well, this is what this is going to be, or this is. So, yeah, right. I, I'm i missing. I don't know what's going on with, with Sony. So, trailer, please. Uh, drop it right. now. Midnight Damn release. Meh. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, I'm holding out hope that Shang-Chi and the Eternals actually will even tie into that. So this all will tie together. I'm just, that's what, that's what I'm, I'm telling myself. Cause I do like to watch trailers too and break them. But I think that'd be cool if everything that is moving forward is, is tied into to each movie that's coming out after it. So it could be that. And they can't show you too much because of what's coming up in those two movies. So mm-hmm. we'll see. 
I texted Skyler and Derek from this Disney Insider. They didn't answer me back. I asked them, hey, any insight? So if they didn't answer back, that means they don't have no insight. So there's, yeah. they're, they're, we, we have no idea. We can just sit here and keep hoping like David said. So No, I mean, Sony, yeah. Sony pulled a little fast when they released a trailer two, three days ago. But it was for uh, just for you just to go stream some of the old Spider-Man and stuff. I'm like, really? So it's like it's like playing. So games. they know they know what they're doing, and oh, they're doing sure. this on purpose. And I don't like it. So <laughs> they so, sure got everyone talking about it, which they, is probably what they want. So they, they do, they do. So I want to ask you guys a couple more things here, um, Brianna. You said that there was some Hawkeye news. You put that in our in our group chat. So what is the Hawkeye news? Because I'm not sure what it is. Oh gosh. Um I just remember seeing a set like an actual professional like set photo. Okay. Um that they'd finished filming. And we got an official uh, release date. Yes. It's it November as well, right? Yes. Is it November? It's November twenty fourth. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh it was Happy one of the only properties that uh was on Disney Plus that was coming out this year that we didn't really have a release right. date for. So now we have, so we have a, a what fish. if we have what if coming out in a few weeks and yep. then Hawkeye and then is Miss Marvel going to come out this year too? Or is that next year now? No, no, that's next. That's, 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 that's next year. Yeah. Yeah. That's next okay. Year. So I want to touch a few things on the three shows that have been out so far on, on Disney plus you have WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier and mm-hmm. Loki. Did you guys see, I put this in the, in the, in the rundown that the villain, the, the kind of main villain from each one of these shows was wearing purple. Do you think that was done by design? No, yeah, it kind of fits with. I got the war purple. So Marvel, Marvel does have um, these kind of uh, color. I forgot what you call them that like color experts, where they did they design their their villains and heroes around uh, certain colors and stuff. There's a whole there's a whole barrage full of villains who wear purple. You wouldn't believe how many people wear purple and green in Marvel. Are part of Marvel villainy and stuff. And then you know it's kind of and it's not just Marvel. It's it's a comic book thing. DC does mm-hmm. it with mm-hmm. red and blues and stuff to represent more of your hero based people and stuff. Um, yeah, it's, it's color theory. Correct. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Color theory. I'm like, I was trying to. So it, it, it yeah, Bob it fits. was good at when yeah. he was doing the park scenery. So they're, yeah. So they're applying it to the big screen and it's not new and they're doing it also with the magic piece. Cause we were, we're seeing a lot more magic than we have before. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see even more with phase four. So with that color theory, we're going to see the, you know, the different magics and there's going to be some, some themes as like, well, you know, why, why does that, character has red because Wanda throws red magic and that's chaos magic. We're going to have that kind of continuity um, going forward in phase four. And I'm, I'm here for it. I love it. I love that. They stick to that. It's not just randomized like, Oh, let's, you know, let's give Dr. Strange banana magic. So make it yellow. I mean, (laughs) there's a rhyme behind the, there's a reason behind the rhyming. So that's not even the right quote, but we know what you mean. So, Last thing, then I want to get to this game. You guys saw, uh, I think David put this out to us or something, or my son actually told me, Brady actually told me about it. Are you talking um, about the syncing up? The syncing up, yeah. I think that um, might have been me. Okay. Yep. Same. Um, yeah, the, the WandaVision and Loki finale, the same exact time that Wanda became the Scarlet Witch is when he tells Loki and Sylvia that... The, we crossed the threshold. We crossed it, and then... And then I guess when when uh, Agatha hits the ground, he drops a pen and the pen hits the ground. It's the same exact time in that as well. And he realizes that he has no more control and can't see what's happening. So, 
I I geeked out. I geeked out because (laughs) that was something that I had said when we were talking about the finale of Loki was, ugh, I didn't want this to be like the way that the multiverse got torn or like they broke the threshold. I was like, I wanted it to be the Scarlet Witch accepting her Omega level powers. And Mm -hmm. like, that was what I wanted. I wanted it to be because of Scarlet Witch. And we didn't see that in the Loki finale. We saw something different. And I was like, dang it. I was disappointed. (laughs) But this restored my faith just a little bit. I'm still saying it's bizarre that it's done this way. If this is what they intended. It could be just like Mephisto. They just want you to think about this until the movie comes out in March. I'm like, it could have been a coincidence, but it's too big of a synchronicity. Right, right. (laughs) So the so the the, right, the director of the film actually uh, came out and said that this was just purely coincidental. Come now, on. with that said, <laughs> I'm only I'm only saying that because I'm about to rebuff that um, because like you know like if you play like they said it's not just that scene and you sync it up to a movie at a certain point like if you you know run you know um, you know the the Beatles against you know Wizard of Oz at this time no from the very intro to that sh- both of these shows to the culmination of the part we're talking about those scenes were I I and, and I'm not I'm never to call a, a director a liar. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. But um, you're not gonna convince me that the Scarlet <laughs> what happened in uh, Wanda had no direct correlation with what happened in Loki. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I will till my dying day believe that this was a purposely written and acted out um, exposition for on both parts. Um, it just <laughs> you, you're not. I don't care what the director said. Yep, Brianna. The same, like that. That is too big of a coincidence. Right. Who makes that? Like right. when we both, like everyone thought Wanda was going to start the multiverse, mm-hmm. and then when we get Loki, and then we see it happen, and then we see that they they sync up, and they're just like, yep. nah, guys. But I'm like, who? I'm like, that, that's too big. That is too big. <laughs> Somebody had to have said something too, because for that guy who said that to like go and line those up and play them at the same time, like correct, yeah. He heard get? something from somewhere. Correct. Somebody opened their mouth from inside the MCU and gave him that little tidbit to look for. You mean the so. director, Matt Jenkinman, who directed WandaVision and the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah. Maybe him? I'm just, it could be the same Maybe guy. Maybe but... his executive <laughs> assistant. Yeah. That was, that was all done on purpose and it's great. And it gives us something to talk about for four more months till that comes out or five more months. So. <laughs> And it's going to make Wanda the big bad in in that, hopefully, or and then we'll go from there. But David, I want to play the game now. All right, so so I'm excited about the game. Unless anyone else has something else about that, I'm sorry. No. Nope. All right, so let me talk to you about the game called Two Degrees of Marvel. Um, it is based on a very popular 1990s, uh, early 90s, sorry, uh, trend. So for all those who were born, be- you know, after the 19th century, I hate. I hate saying the 19th. I was born in the 19th century. Um, there was a game called Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, and it's a very uh, fan popular 
game that was created by uh, Kevin Bacon superfans. And what the game entailed was the fact that anyone in Hollywood was separated from Kevin Bacon by six degrees of film. So I could pick any actor or actress in you know the Hollywood realm, and I can find a connection that will end with Kevin Bacon within mm-hmm. six degrees. Now, with that premise said, you know, so it's like, you know, actor played in this movie with this actor, that actor played in that movie with this actress, that actress was in this with Kevin Bacon. So that's how that that's how that game became popularity. And for the most part, it was actually true. It was pretty interesting. I wasn't much of a Kevin Bacon fan. So but since then, some Marvel super fans has uh, demised that not only can we do six degrees of separation from Marvel um, from Marvel movies and content? We can do two degrees. That's yeah. how big and impactful um, Marvel movies are in Hollywood. There is not a actor or actress out there, and we're going to test this theory in this game um, that is that is uh, you know no more than two degrees from a Marvel uh, movie. Now, I'm not, I didn't say MCU. I said Marvel. So that means X-Men, which is not part of the MCU. It's part. It's a Marvel movie, you know, from Blade to Howard the Duck to Venom, Spider-Man, um, and the TV shows, including. So with that said, two degrees is better than six degrees of Kevin Bacon. So right. let's, let's kind of get started. I gave people the homework assignment ahead of time. So I gave them the stars to kind of uh, do a little research on, cause I didn't want one. I didn't want this game to kind of fall apart on me. Cause <laughs> I truly believe that this, these super fans created something that was really true. And with that said, we're going to go down the line. None of us shared our, our connections. So we're going to see if our connections to the movies and how many degrees we get there um, is, is exactly the same. Or did we find a different path to get there? And yeah. we're just going to kind of have some fun with this. Cool. So you want to, you want me to announce the first, you uh, go ahead, David, this is your right, deal. Look. We're, we're going to follow you. All right. So let's start out. So the number, so I have 10 on here. So the number one actor I have was for us to do was Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Hart, you know, um, the goal is to get to two degrees. It may, some of you guys could, and some of you guys couldn't. But I will. I'm going to opt to go last since okay. I'm going to put the the name out there. Who wants to go first? Who? Who? Anyone did it in less than two degrees or more than two degrees? I did in one. You did it in one. Yeah. Okay. You you want to go? Yeah, it was so, uh, Jum- Jumanji, Karen Gillum. Okay. Which so is, is, is Nebula? Nebula, yes, ne- yeah. Nebula in game, uh, yeah, in the Guardians of the Galaxy. I did it in one. The same one? No. Oh. Um, he's in Ride Along with Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne is in Ant Man and the Wasp. Ant Man and the Wasp. Okay, I, I did it in one too. Mine's a little, I guess. Um, mine was Secret Life of Pets, and with Jenny Slate, who was in Whoa. Venom. Yes, that's right. You, she, oh, that's right. She wow. was in Venom. And I too did it in one, but it was with the uh, Nebula, Karen Gillan. So yes, yeah, so so we all we all got there um, okay. within one actually. So that's that's a point for everybody because we all got the lowest. All right, so the star number two, ready for this one? This one should be hard. It should have been harder, but um, this it's one of Reese- the easiest ones for me. I thought it, it was <laughs> it, after I looked at it, but it's yeah. Reese Witherspoon's the mm-hmm. the famous you know uh, amazing actress Reese mm-hmm. Witherspoon's. 
So who wants who wants to go first? You did it in one or two? I did it in one. You did it in one. Did all you guys do it in one? No, mine was two. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Let's see. Let's see the move. Let's start with Sean. Then you see my two did, was my, my two was Reese Witherspoon to Vince Vaughn in Four Christmases to Owen Wilson. To Owen Wilson, who is yeah. Mobius and, and, and Mobius Loki. And Loki, yep. So, yep, there's two right there. Okay, the one, the people who did it in ones. Uh, Reese Witherspoon was with Scarlett Johansson in Sing. That was mine. Huh? Really? In Sing with Scarlett Johansson. And we all know Scarlett Johansson is the Black Widow. So there's there's your one. I did it in one, but I didn't do Sing because I didn't really see Sing. Um, Reese Witherspoon was in one of my all-time classic uh, black and white movies, believe it or not. With Toby McGuire called Pleasantville. Oh my god! I love and, Pleasantville. And we love know that. Toby wow. McGuire is Spider Man. So there's my one right there. Her we went in Pleasantville. So that okay, nice. that was cool. I didn't think about seeing. So that was all right. So the next one is the guy who is the inspiration <laughs> for this amazing game, uh, Kevin Bacon himself. How close to a Marvel movie can you get to Kevin Bacon? So anybody. I, I Got you got it in one? I'm, I'm yeah. seeing one. One. Yeah, one. Everyone got in one. All right, shoot. Let's kick it off. What do we got? Kevin Bacon was with Jennifer Lawrence in X-Men First Class. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Brianna? Mine was X-Men as well. Okay. Mine, so, was Ho- mine was Hollow Man with Josh Brolin. Okay. Yeah. So that's... So, Kevin... So, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to back up here. So... Kevin Bacon was with who you said, uh, Sam? Jennifer Lawrence. So Mystique. So that's 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 a zero because Kevin Bacon was actually in the movie X Men yeah. First Class. Oh, that's yeah. right. Same for, yeah. same for Brianna. Right. So they that's both right. got it. They both got it, which is a which is usually the game creator's mistake because I missed. I forgot that he he played actually Sebastian Shaw in X Men yeah. First mm-hmm. Class. And I know this because he killed a, a, a unkillable mutant, and I will never forget Fox for this. But we'll move on from there. But yes, he was actually in the X Men movie, so that's that's zero, and then that's one for for Sean. So right. good good job, and good for catching me on that. Uh, the next one is uh, one of my favorite actors. Uh, he's in a lot of, if you're a big fan of Italian movies, yep. mobster movies, uh, just movies with guys with little anger, you know, uh, <laughs> and stuff. Um, this next actor is Joe Pesci. I got so, it one. You got, oh, connection to a Marvel movie. Okay. Yep. One, you got two, Sam and Brianna. How many do you get? I got one. I don't know. I may have cheated. <laughs> All right, so let's go. I got it in one, two. So let's go with Sam, who got it in two. So go, let's go with yours. Uh, Joe Pesci's with John Travolta in Gotti, and then John Travolta is with Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. Which Samuel Jackson, as we all know, is Nick Fury in the Marvel Universe. Boom. All right, that's two. All right, Sean, Brianna, Brianna, go. Go ahead, Brianna. I did the Good Shepherd with Angelina Jolie, who's going to be in Eternals. Ooh, upcoming okay. Marvel. Okay. I was like, it's already been announced, so I counted it <laughs> when I put it in. I was like, so, it's not a rumor, so I felt right. like it was okay. Yeah. And there's has been the trailer, so we actually did yeah. see her on TV in the Marvel, so that it does count. Normally, if it's projected, it doesn't count until we see something, but we did see it. We have a trailer, so there's your there's one. All right, Sean. Mine was um 
Joe Pesci was in My Cousin Vinny with Marissa Tomei. Boom. Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I got the same thing in Marissa Tomei. I thought Tomei. this was going to be the hardest one when I was doing this, and I told Lisa, this is hard. I, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. He was in My Cousin Vinny. So it was, it <laughs> he was, was the last really one I found. And, uh, and then Marissa Tomei is Aunt May in Spider-Man yep. with Tom Holland. So, yes. <laughs> He was the he was the last one you found. You said yeah. I had to skip him. I honestly, when I just heard his name, I was like, I feel like he's been in a movie with Anthony Hopkins. And I looked and I looked and I looked and he was never in a movie with Anthony. Hopkins. I just had my mind set on that. I was just like, felt like he needed to be in a movie with him. I did that. I did that with a few of these and stuff, and I was actually surprised. I'm like, they never did a movie together, what? right? So the next one is actually one of the guys who I was surprised that uh, the person I thought they did a movie with, they never did a movie together. Um, it's Adam Sandler, Mr. Funny Man, and you know the you know the inspirer of my youth with Happy Gilmore. So, how many did you guys get get it done with? I got two. I, I'm seeing one, one from one. Sam, two from Sean, and one from Brianna, yeah. and I wait. got that one. So that was the one I had in three, but oh, wait, I took so a second two. look. Sorry, I think that's. So, Two? Okay. Yeah. I got it in two as well. So I'm going to kick off with Sean. Go ahead and knock off. Okay, so mine was, mine was uh, Peter Dante, who was in Grandma's Boy, okay. which is which is one of Adam Sandler's boys who's in all of his shows. And then went to Linda Cardellini, who is Hawkeye's wife in the oh, Avengers movies. In the event, Okay. Yeah. So I don't know what her name is. I just know that she played his wife. Okay, <laughs> that 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 counts. I'll, I'll, right. I'll give you that account, even though we don't have the actress name. Okay. Um, Brianna, yeah. um, Adam Sandler was in an Uncut Gems with Idina and Menzel, who was the so, this is really uh, the voice of Elsa, but like the voice of Elsa also in Ralph Breaks the Internet, who had John Riley, who is in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. <laughs> there oh, was great. an oh, oh, but but Brianna, there was another. <laughs> Guardians connection in Uncut Gems. Really? Do you have that's that? mine? It's Pom Clementif. She like she plays me in Guardians too. Mantis. Okay, so you got it in one. So I got it in one as well too. Um, I didn't go with any of the movie connections you guys did. So I'm Adam Sandler. Uh, believe it or not, was in. Wait, was he? Oh my God! I might yeah. not be. Give me a second. <laughs> I need to verify <laughs> this. I'm I'm almost a thousand percent sure, but I'm gonna keep talking here because I think I confused my actors and stuff. Just want to make sure here. Um, two seconds here because I just blew the game if I didn't. Um, For the record, I'm actually keeping score, guys. Whoever gets okay. it in the lowest. Oh yes. Okay, he is in this. <laughs> He, he is in this. So Adam Sandler was in The Hot Chick with Rachel McAdams, who Rachel McAdams oh. plays, you know, Christine Palmer and Doctor Strange. So I got it in one. So Rachel McAdams. You was. get a point for that. Woo, I got, I got go. scared because I was like, wait, did I did <laughs> I just look up David Spade instead of Adam Sandler? Or So, I, yeah, it was Adam yep. Sandler. So, yep, got it in one. All right. All right. So this actor, Mr. Funny Man, Mr. He was the king of uh, comedy on TV, also the king of queens. Uh, Kevin James is the actor. So who got the closest connection to a Marvel movie? I oh, I think one. Sam got it in one. Sean, got you got TV it in show. two. Brianna, you got it in one? It's a TV show, though. 
That's it. So if okay. it's a Marvel, if it's Marvel, it's Marvel. Okay. So you got it in one, one, and I got it in one as well. Man. So I Sean, saw- since you got it in two, go ahead first. Well, I went with Kevin James with Peter Dante again because it was just easy because he was in – I can't remember what movie he was in right now with, with Kevin James. Oh, with Grown Ups. I'm sorry. Grown Ups. Yeah. Grown Ups, them to Linda Cardellini again. So I kind of kind of piggybacked on the same thing twice, but it worked. Okay. So Back to Hawkeye. Yeah, back yeah. to – yes, that works. All right. Grown I was up. excited for mine. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sam. Uh, Kevin James was in Hotel Transylvania 3 with Catherine Hahn. Who plays Agatha? Oh, oh. Agatha all mm-hmm. along. I did, I did not realize she was in, but okay, right on. All right, Brianna. Um, Kevin James was in Zookeeper with Rosero Dawson, who was in the Luke Cage TV series. Dawson. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Perfect. No, I didn't, I missed that one. So I got Kevin James was in. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry with Jessica Bill. Jessica Bill is Abigail Whistler in Blade Trinity. So he's Whistler's daughter. I had to go back to one of the original Marvels uh, to, to, to get that one, but I got it in, in the one there. All right. So so this this lady, she will make you feel regretful if you disrespect her in a store while she's shopping, and it will be a Big, big mistake. So uh, this actress, who I absolutely love all of her movies, is Julia Roberts. How close did you get her connected to a Marvel movie or Marvel Marvel one. property? Everyone. Oh, wow. Everyone got one. Mm-hmm. Let's see if everyone got similar to the one. All right. Who wants to go first? I can. Okay. All right. Go, Brianna. Uh, she was in Valentine's Day with Bradley Cooper, who's Rocket. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Uh, she was in Wonder with Owen Wilson. Oh, she was in Ocean's Twelve with Don Cheadle. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she was in Valentine's Day with Jamie Foxx, who is Electro and Oh, there you go, Spider Man. Okay. So I got Valentine's Day with Brianna, but I didn't okay. catch the yeah. That, I, I kind of went to that one when I was try- doing this because there's like so many people in that movie. I'm like, right, that was like my this. first thing. I was like, Valentine's Day. It's like there's tons of names in that. Yes, like- there's everybody that's in that movie and stuff. I'm sure there's even more we missed. Um, all right, so we got three uh, three more people. Um, yep. th- this next one was my one of my first grown up crushes um, in films, and then I don't know Hollywood got to her is all I can say. Um, but you know she's not sleepless; she's still out there doing her thing. But this is Meg Ryan. How many connections to the Marvel one. world? One. One. Wow. One. Okay. <laughs> Everyone got one, uh, but me? Nope, I got one too. Okay. No, I- Two. Brianna said two. Brianna's two. Yeah, right. What do you so have, Brianna? We're gonna go with Brianna. So I had Meg. She's in a Serious Moonlight with Kristen Bell, who's the voice of Gossip Girl, which uh, Sebastian Stan starred in Gossip Girl. Oh, oh. I never Back. seen Gossip Girl, so I would never. John, <laughs> which one do you have? I had uh, City of Angels with Nick Cage, who is in Ghost Rider. Ooh, okay. I have. Um, Kate and Leopold with Hugh Jackman. It was Wolverine. Yes, Wolverine. And I have in the cut with Mark Ruffalo, who is my favorite, the Incredible Hulk. 
So right on. All right. And you're, keep, cool. you're keeping score. <laughs> All right. So uh, last two here. We have some big blockbuster hitters. They got a lot of movies coming out this year alone. Um, you know, uh, so this this actress is she's amazing. She's done a lot of good stuff, and her name is Octavia Spencer. And how many? None, zero. Woo-hoo. All right, one. we got one, one, and zero. And I think I share uh, with that zero. Um, no, I don't have a zero. I have one as well. Okay. So, all right, let's let we're, we're gonna go with the ones first, and then we'll see what Sam has. So, Sean, knock it out. Go. Wait, what does zero mean? That it means, means they, that they're she's directly in, a movie. in. They're directly in a Marvel. Yeah, just like Kevin Spacey. Done that, dude. Kevin Spacey was a say, zero. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so not I Kevin had, Spacey. Kevin. I had. Kevin. I had onward. She was the 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 moose or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, but then, but she was in there with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. So one. That was okay. the same. She okay. was the manticore. The man. That's it. Yeah. The manticore does. <laughs> and you got the same thing. Yep, with Tom Holland and Chris Pratt. Okay. All right, Sam, you're you're up. What what do you have? Octavia Spencer was in Spider Man. She was the check-in girl. See, okay, yes, that's such a low. So, okay, I'm gonna say that it counts. It counts because she got a credit for that. So, yes, she's, I she's on the IMDb page. She is, she is. I have that exact same thing. I have, you know, I put cheater and asterisk next to it because of it's the checkout. <laughs> okay, girl. well, I have another I mean, one. I mean, you're questioning I have a right one now. then. No, it's fine. It, it counts. because I have, Okay, well, here's my other one. So, I had one, and she was in Snowpiercer with Chris Evans, so. Okay. That was my other one. But so I'm I taking did, the point for that. No, you, you get you get all the points for that one. So I also, because I wrote cheater next to it because of the low credit, I went and found another connection. And she's on she's in Get On Up with Chad McBozeman, who is the late you great, you know, Black Panther. So all right, last so, one. Okay. All right. This is the very last one. Uh, this one, I'm actually surprised he was not offered any Marvel things right? yet. Yeah, this was the golden boy of action yeah. adventure movies for our entire growing up and stuff. Um, and so is the great, uh, you know, empirical Will Smith. How many connections do you one. guys have? Everyone got one. Okay, yeah. I got two. No, I got one too. All right. All right, so let's go with Brianna. Let's start start us off here. Um, he was in Spies in Disguise with Tom Holland. Oh, Spider-Man himself. Okay. okay. Sam? So I went with a different route. He produced Lakeview okay. Terrace, which Samuel okay. L. Jackson was in. Nick Fury, right on. All go. right, Sean? And I had Men in Black 3 with Josh Brolin. Oh, Thanos himself. Yeah. So in me, I have, which I think he shared the screen with one of the most phenomenal actors and one of the best actors in the MCU. I'm, I'm just going to say it out there now, but he was in independence day, which I think is one of his best movies with yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Oh, there you go. And Jeff Goldblum plays the grandmaster in Thor. So, so with that said, that kind of closes out the game of two degrees. We actually just kind of prove the merit of two degrees. Yeah, to, that's to true. Marvel. true. Marvel properties and stuff. There's not an actor out there. We'll try this game again, but I think we kept a tally of, I I don't know how we keep a tally, but uh, Sam has a tally, right? All right. So you want to give us 
the big winners and the big losers. And we, we only uh, lost on the loser, but well, Sean, sorry, you lost. No. Um, <laughs> and then and then it was a tie between David and I. Um, Brianna had seven, and then David and I had nine. Nine. So, okay. So so Brianna won because she had the lowest score. No, I was giving a point for who who like had the lowest that round. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. All right. That makes so sense. we're gonna. I, I actually like this game. So that was get, fun. That was a think? great idea, man. I love so it. I think. I think we should definitely do it again. I, I think yeah. we, we. I like your point system, so I want us to to, to utilize that and stuff. Um, just so the audience can kind of keep pace with that. And yeah, well, I'll create a whole new round of uh, celebrities. But I think we're not gonna we're not gonna break the game. You really are going to be able to, within two to three, connect them to a Marvel property. And I still want to bring back the wheel of the, the wheel we did a couple. Oh, couple, absolutely. The wheel was fun too with the battles. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I that's love, it. I love coming to these games and stuff. Yeah. So. That's yeah. it. That's our show this week. Um, Marvel an hour. Did it again. An hour. When everything's going to be an hour, and it's always, oh, it's always an hour or more. So thank you guys for being part of this. Thank you all for listening from all of us here at the Marvel Tribe. We hope you have a great night and we'll see you in two weeks. Yep, Good night. Yep. You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts.